0: Welcome to the Sweeney Connection with your host, Chad Henderson. That would be me.
1: (laughs) Hello.
2: When are you going to come up with a new
1: opening line? I don't know. It's so good though, right? (laughs) Is it? I think it is Uh because, I mean, it's so factual. Well, you're the host, whatever you want to do. (laughs) Right. Hello, campers and campers, uh, campers and parents of Camp Sweeney out there. Uh, we hope this podcast finds you well here on the Sweeney Connection. I'm Chad Henderson. He's Bob Cannon, and our guest today is Miss Mary Heather Hickman. And uh, real name or stage name is it? That-
3: That's my real name. Yep, yeah, it's a good old southern double name.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Jody Messina or Mary Chapin Carpenter or something. You know,
3: I think my parents must have known that I was going to go into the entertainment business. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Mary Heather,
1: just uh, sort of give us your bio a little bit. Uh, you're now living in Nashville and uh, you're a country music singer songwriter. Sort of how did you get from Texas to there? And then talk about your stop here at Camp Sweeney along the way.
3: Yeah. Um, so I'll say I start with uh, I grew up in Frisco, Texas and um, ended up going to college in uh, University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. And started a band there, and then kind of the next natural step after doing a lot of shows around Texas and Arkansas seemed like moving to Nashville and, and trying to pursue songwriting and music as like a full-time thing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then also along the way went to uh, Camp Sweeney every summer for about 11 years.
1: Wow. So with with your diabetes, I mean, when were you diagnosed and uh... – what do you remember about that day when you were diagnosed and, and coming to Camp Sweeney, maybe that first day through the gates?
3: Yeah, um, I was diagnosed at age four. So I don't remember much of a life without diabetes. It's kind of always felt like part of my life. Um, but I certainly remember the first time coming to Camp Sweeney. I think I was six years old. I came to mini session. And I think I'm pretty sure I gave like my first shot here. I did. Pricked my finger for the first time on my own. So there was like a lot of firsts at Camp Sweeney for sure. And it definitely played a huge role in my life growing up.
2: So, what was the first year you came?
3: I want to say 2001, I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think so. I might have to go check some of those old VHS tapes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, so your last summer was 20, uh,
3: 2012. Yes. 2012.
1: Is there anything you remember specifically about that summer?
3: Uh, I've, I remember I, I probably kind of took that, that last summer for granted because I thought I would be coming back for my senior year. Um, I was talking to Bob earlier about uh, that. I ended up not, not doing the, the senior year at camp, and so I probably took it a little bit for granted. I've, I had a ton of fun and, and hung out with all my regular group of friends and all of that, but I didn't know it was going to be my last summer. So I wish I could go back and, and relive it. <laughs>
1: Do, do you have, like, a sort of a, a best moment or, like, some specific memory that, like, just filled you with confidence, you know, here at Camp Sweeney?
3: Man, I my favorite thing at camp, like, that comes to mind was probably the campfires. Those were always just, like, I feel like just totally are just display like what camp is about and like why camp sweeney is different you know than other Mm -hmm. summer camps and um and even just small things like after meals going and sitting underneath the tree with um, with my group of friends that uh, i was close with and, and and still am close with a lot of them now so just just some of the lasting friendships that i've made here is is um has made a huge impact on my life for sure
1: can the Sweeney Five take any sort of credit for sending you down this path?
3: I think so. I think I saw <laughs> everybody in the Sweeney Five and that up on stage, and I was like, that is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I grow up, I want to be like the Sweeney Five for sure, and definitely the talent shows here too. I was going to ask about yeah. the talent show. Yeah, if, yeah. You,
1: if you sang or participated in that at all. Or...
3: Oh, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure every um some, every summer that I that we'd had the talent shows, I, I did some sort of uh, singing for them. I remember bringing like – Karaoke tracks to camp because mm-hmm. I I was like I don't want to sing with the the lead person I want to have a karaoke track or an yeah. instrumental or whatever and bringing my own CDs and being excited for that. So
1: I wonder if we have any archival footage of that. Probably,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, I er, know, er, I'm nervous. <laughs> Ernie was uh, I was telling me you were coming and he said uh, that when you did you did your talent show act at the campfire. You know how we yes. always pick a few acts mm-hmm. and. Jimmy, you guys were all in the back behind the curtain, mm-hmm. you, know, the, you know, the backdrop, and Jimmy turned to Ernie and said, because he heard you sing, he said, man, she's going to be a star.
4: Oh,
3: that gets me like a little choked up. That's we we, so we probably
1: all walked out from behind the curtain to be like, who is that?
3: You
2: yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's amazing. But, you know, the, I was also thinking you didn't get to do your senior speech, but yeah. you're here doing oh, podcasts, no. <laughs> so it's On the spot. <laughs> so, so do you want to do it now? You know?
3: Oh, man. Gosh. <laughs> Yes, um, I don't. I don't even know what to say. Just do like um,
2: do like the really short Oscar speech. Yes, thank you. Thank you we'll to everyone. Yeah. Thank you to the
3: Sweeney Five. Thank like <laughs> the Academy. Thank you to Ernie. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've come up with something over here. <laughs> Y'all keep talking. Did we?
2: Did we have? Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Did, did we have um, s- splashdown Sunday when you were here? You know where we, on Sunday there we just hang out down by the lake and stuff.
3: I don't think I'm. I don't, I'm, I don't think we did do that. I can't yeah, remember. I don't um, think we did it No, but that later. sounds really fun.
2: Yeah. Cause there's a lot of kids come down there with their guitars and they're just like leaning against a tree.
3: Oh, and I love doing that.
2: Music. Yeah, I love that.
3: Cool. I never brought my um, guitar to camp, but every time I would see someone that had brought, I was like, can mm-hmm. I play that? You
1: know? <laughs> cool. How's your uh, diabetes today? And, and d- does it affect you in your profession at all?
3: It, it definitely does. Um, I'm very happy to say that I feel like I'm in a really, really good place with um, my diabetes because it certainly hasn't always been that way. Um, but I kind of had a realization um, in my early 20s that uh, if, this, if music is something that I wanted to do, then I, health had to come first. And so I really made an effort to um, get better control of my diabetes and um, just you know, you have to take care of your, your health first. You can't do the things that you want to do. So.
1: And that, that might sort of lead to this next question I Mm -hmm. have, but you know, what sort of advice would you give uh, a a diabetic with, with big dreams? Like, you know, that you're sort of living right now.
3: Yeah. I would say don't, um, first of all, don't let diabetes like discourage you from going after something. I know I've, I've had, um, a lot of doctors say that I have to, you know, be really regimented and stuff. And and if you find someone that is like willing to work with what your goals are and everything, I think it's totally possible to lead. Like my, my one thing about my life is that I'm not on a consistent schedule. You know, sometimes I'm playing a show at till 2 AM in the morning, and then I got to go do something early the next day. So it can be kind of hectic, but um, I've found that with, especially with the way that technology is now um, diabetes doesn't have to, get in the way of that. And you can find ways to make your, make diabetes kind of work for you, I guess.
1: (laughs) And so as a, as a child, I mean, at camp or outside of camp, was there like a, some sort of specific moment that, you know, that happened that said, Hey, I want to do this for a living. I want to pursue this dream.
3: I think, um, definitely doing like doing the talent shows and that kind of stuff. It gave me feeling that I like really like, you know, I love being on stage. I loved, um, writing songs. I remember like sharing some of the early songs that I had written with some of my camp friends here and, you know, playing them on guitars. And, and at that point, like I was just kind of starting out in, in songwriting, but just getting encouragement from peers here and all, and all that definitely, definitely played a role in, in pursuing that further. So
1: All right. We're going to talk more about your uh, current uh, music career in Nashville and and what's happening there. And we're going to do that right after this.
0: Camp Sweeney is more than just a camp. It's a place where young people with diabetes can develop the skills they need to live long and healthy lives our campers participate in a program that offers them a wide variety of activities, including archery, swimming, challenge course, hiking, and canoeing. While participating in these activities, our campers build self-confidence, develop new skills, and meet people their own age who also have diabetes. And let's not forget, a session at Camp Sweeney is a lot of fun. If you'd like to change the life of a child by sponsoring him or her to attend our camp, please contact Southwestern Diabetic Foundation at 940-665-2011 or log on to www.campsweeney.org We're a non-profit organization. Camp Sweeney is where friendship begins and
4: never ends. Pick up the town when they ain't got a dime. Picking up problems that ain't even mine. Picking them up even though I know better. I'm just picking up trash and calling it treasure. I'm picking up trash and calling it treasure. Nice with the yes, ma'am types—the kind I know my mom.
0: To the Sweeney Connection, a presentation of Cam Sweeney and KPFC FM, and your host Chad Henderson.
1: Back on the Sweeney Connection with our guest today, Mary Heather Hickman, and of course co-host Bob Cannon. And uh, Mary Heather, we just sort of touched on your on your musical career, and uh, I, I just personally, I'd like to know what musically like who are your inspirations for what you do today.
3: Yeah. um, I grew up listening to a lot of traditional country music. That's what my dad always had playing in the car, like Johnny Cash and Mm -hmm. Willie Nelson and Patsy Cline. And so I definitely draw a lot of influence from that. Um, I like to say that my songs are kind of traditional country with modern lyrics. So I like to, you know, write about things that are relevant to me in my life or you know, stories and, and things like that, but definitely keep that traditional country feel. So you'll hear a lot of like steel guitar and fiddle and, and that kind of stuff when you listen to my songs, I think.
1: Now but, you're speaking my language. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's,
3: love the, the classic country. And I love some, some new people too, like Miranda Lambert and Lainey Wilson are definitely mm-hmm. some of my favorites, but I think they also have a very country feel about them as well.
1: I mean, is this business what you thought it would be? I mean, no, like, like, you know, talent is not enough. You have to fit the profile. You got to have the right people advocating for you. You know, it's a very complicated business, isn't it?
3: Man. Yeah. And, and you get told so many, so many different things. There's anybody you ask in Nashville is going to tell you a different route to get to where you want to go, you know? Um, so it's definitely not what I thought. Uh, also, I've definitely thought I would move to Nashville and get a record deal and you know you're very optimistic when you when you first get there and I'm I'm very blessed that I've had a lot of great opportunities but certainly wasn't as quick of a process as um initially I'd hoped it would be
2: Do you, do you write are you more um I guess your career is it more based Focus on the writing of songs or performing or what?
3: Um, I actually moved to Nashville specifically to be a songwriter. So when I moved to Nashville, the goal was to go and hopefully get um, a publishing deal and write for other artists. And because songwriting has always kind of been my first love. Um, And then back in 2020, when the pandemic happened... Uh, everything in Nashville shut down. Nobody could play shows. Nobody was co-writing and and really everything shut down and we all had to find other outlets. And that's when I got onto like social media with TikTok and Instagram and started posting some of the songs that I had written and had a lot of success with that. And, um, the artist thing just kind of happened. So now I'm focused more on, on being an artist and, um, but I still write all of my own songs. I still write for other people as well. Um, yeah
1: talk a little bit about about living and working in the city of nashville i mean are you trying to gig like seven nights a week and work on your chops all the time or what i mean
3: um i don't do as many shows in nashville i I do a lot more touring so um like playing outside of of the state because in nashville you get a lot of cover bands and i'm really trying to promote my own music that i write um so i do i'll do like what's kind of called the writers rounds in nashville where you just go up and play you know, three or four songs on an acoustic guitar. Um, but I play more out of town shows with my, with full band and, and then daily in Nashville, I'm really sitting down in a, in a writing room and writing new material, recording all, all that kind of stuff, doing music videos and, and everything like that, doing more of the artist side of things and the business side.
1: Kind of living the dream a little bit. I mean, really, it's,
3: it's fun. I I'm often like Just shocked that this is my job. So, (laughs) yeah.
2: She's not going to be a true songwriter, though, until she comes up with a new Sweeney Five song. Oh, man. I would love to
3: take on the challenge. (laughs) Here we go.
2: Talks about diabetes and all that stuff, you know? Yes,
3: man. Oh, I would love that. I'm going to work on it and I'll send you guys one.
1: (laughs) What if the Sweeney Five could cover britches?
3: Absolutely. Permission. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I want a diabetes version of britches, though, like the, you know, something when i'm low i don't know i don't know what it would be but
1: <laughs> well speaking of britches i mean it, talk about your current projects and is that your current single or is
3: britches is the is the latest single okay. that um that came out and um yeah, that one actually that kind of goes back to um, writing for other people. I had written that song and we were trying to get it pitched to Lainey Wilson because mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's always saying she's very Southern. She's saying stuff about her britches and all. And I was like, this is a perfect title for her. And um, and
1: she has specific pants that she wears all yeah, the time. She's right? She's got and the you're... bell bottoms. Yeah. And I was
3: like, this is perfect for Lainey Wilson. Um, she needs to cut this. And, you know, that didn't work out because rarely in Nashville do you get an outside cut or especially from a big artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I thought I was like, this song is is good and I want it to see the light of day. So I ended up putting it out myself.
1: It is a good song and it's a great recording. And I mean, it is like it's radio ready. It's Spotify ready right now. I was listening to it on the way out here. I mean, it really sounds great.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I take a lot of of pride in, um, you know, getting good musicians and really you know, working at the song until it's exactly right, doing all the, approving all the mixes, I'm very, very hands-on with um, with the recording process, so.
4: Keep your head down, keep your lips closed, don't fight for a seat at the table. Yeah, I'm modest, is hottest, if you got it, then you better not blown it. Girl, be graceful, and be grateful, take that high horse put it in the stable well i've been there and i've done that but there
1: Well, what's sort of on the horizon? Where, where do you see this in five years, maybe?
3: Oh, man, I, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe in five years I'm winning a Grammy or playing a big stadium tour. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the goal. Um, as of right now, I'm working on more music. I'm putting out another song, April 14th. Um, it's kind of a darker song. It's more, uh, almost leaning kind of Americana, um, but I'm super excited about it. I think it's it's called Small Town Saturday Night and uh yeah, that's the next that's the next project. There's a music video for it, so not the Catchem
1: yeah. version. Your not, own version. No,
3: it's like a very dark <laughs> dark <laughs> dark version of it. Yep. Yeah. Not not exactly uh um as polished as some of the the Rich's stuff. It's definitely got more of a gritty feel to it, but um I I'm really excited about it. So
1: Well you you mentioned Lenny Wilson and I mean, you know, she, she's been doing it for a long time too, but it seems like just yesterday, all of a sudden, boom, yeah. national act. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's just, there. like you said earlier, there's no rhyme or reason or direct path. It just, you almost have to be lucky. Right? There's
3: a lot, there's a large amount of luck that is involved. And so many people like behind, like behind every successful artist, they have just a, a team of people that really, really believed in them and, and supported their music and, um, wanted to see them succeed you know i'm mm-hmm. lucky i have a great team in nashville as well um who is fully supports me and and backs me and um that's kind of what it takes it's a lot of hard work and a little bit of luck as well
1: all right so new single april 14th mm-hmm. um and then people can uh, check out your music Yeah. On all the, the old everywhere yeah. yeah
3: spotify apple music youtube any of those places um yeah, I've got some videos up as well too, like music videos and cover videos and, and, oh, and TikTok and Instagram, all that.
1: Well, you know, at Camp Sweeney, we have a little saying called where friendship begins and never ends. Uh, what, what does that mean to you exactly?
3: I think there's just something so special about the friendships that you make here at Camp Sweeney because it's just, it's people that, you know, your friends at school, like they just... They, I don't think they can ever connect in the same way that my I've connected with my friends from Camp Sweeney that get it that get the struggles and um that are so supportive and even on like it's so crazy cuz there's people from camp that I haven't talked to in, you know, 5 or 6 years but then they'll pop up on like a TikTok comment and be like I hmm. remember you from Camp Sweeney like playing the talent shows I'm it's so cool to see that you're so successful and I think it's just so cool that we have that special bond. So I truly, truly believe and th- that that's true.
1: Bob, uh, any yeah. final thoughts there? Well,
2: no, I was gonna say when I decided to try to see if you could do this, mm-hmm. I uh I just reached out, I think, on Messenger. And uh she she must not have thought I was a you know <laughs> a <little> scam artist <laughs> uh, or anything or she actually responded. Yeah.
4: You know? <laughs> Yeah.
3: uh, I'm glad because sometimes my messages go to like filtered stuff. So I'm so, it was meant to be that I saw it and I was so happy that you guys asked. Yeah, that's great.
1: I think that's just a little example though of like, to me, it is a a lot about relationships, right? Yes. I mean, to to make it in the business, try to form as many good relationships as you can and then, you know, take the time to answer those messages and, you know, those comments and that sort of thing.
3: I'll do anything for Camp Sweeney. Like anytime y'all need me for anything, I'm happy to do it because this is I when I think about like my childhood I think about Camp Sweeney for sure
2: well if you ever need to film a location to film a music video there we fun. a dock and a
3: challenge
1: course and you know
3: oh my gosh that I would, would love that <laughs> like
1: if, if the Sweeney Five could just be the backing band yes. in the video
3: oh my gosh <laughs> you perfect. won't
1: let that go will you <laughs> no I mean come on that'd be awesome
3: <laughs> I would love that I'm gonna go home and write like a song specifically for some kind of Summer camp themed video because you guys now you can't take it back. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thanks so much for stopping by today on the uh, Sweeney Connection.
3: Thank you for having me. This has been awesome,
1: that and uh, we we look forward to uh, seeing you on the big screen or catching that catching that break of that number one single. Or
3: thank you so much. They
2: might need, might need an hidden uh, Laney Wilson on Yellowstone. Yes, she is.
1: So just might have to have her on there too. So. Yes. So she she's right before. My lead singers on Yellowstone.
3: That's so cool. I, yeah, it's crazy how much they've like broken, you know, country artists and and featured them. I think that's one thing that makes that show really cool.
1: For sure. Mm -hmm. Well, Mary Heather, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, for Bob Cannon, I'm Chad Henderson, and our technical director today is Joe Langwell, and our guest today, Mary Heather Hickman. And uh, thanks so much again, and Camp Sweeney, you stay connected.
0: The preceding program has been a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC-FM. No portion of this broadcast may be reproduced or distributed without the express written permission of Camp Sweeney. This is your announcer, Everett Caldwell, wishing you a good night from Camp Sweeney. You're listening to KPFC-FM 91.9, serving Kalisburg, Gainesville, and the entire Sweeneyland area.